One day, a woman decided to go to confession. She had been away from the sacraments for 30 years. She went into the reconciliation room. She made the sign of the cross. And she said, Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 30 years since my last confession. Well, the priest, who had obviously gotten up on the wrong side of the bed that morning, immediately started to reprimand her, to chew her out for being so lax about her faith. Well, after two or three minutes of this, he said, And why have you stayed away from the church for 30 years? She replied, Because, Father, 30 years ago I met a priest just like you. Ouch. <laughs> on this Holy Thursday night, on every Holy Thursday night, we commemorate the anniversary of the institution of the Holy Eucharist by Jesus Christ at the Last Supper. And we also celebrate the anniversary of the institution of the ministerial priesthood. When Jesus Christ said to his apostles at the Last Supper, Do this in memory of me, he implicitly gave them the power to fulfill that command. Jesus Christ never asks us to do something unless he's going to give us the grace to carry through on it, to follow through on it, to complete the task. And so this was the moment, in effect, of their ordination. But as we reflect on the glory and the gift of the priesthood tonight, it's very important for us to remember that, as the old saying goes, Priests are people, too, in case you weren't aware of that fact. We all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses, and we all have our sins, as that story I just told makes crystal clear. But you know what, my brothers and sisters, in spite of all that, in spite of those weaknesses, in spite of those sins, God uses us to do some incredible things. He uses us, human instruments that we are, to bring his saving grace to others in word and in sacrament. Through us, sanctifying grace is infused into souls by baptism. Through us, forgiveness is given to men and women in the confessional. Through us, spiritual and sometimes even physical healing comes in the anointing of the sick. Through us, the Eucharist is consecrated. Remember, no priest, no Eucharist. And through us, the gospel is proclaimed so that people will know the truth, the truth that can set them free. But as St. Paul reminds all priests as well as all lay people in 2 Corinthians 4, we hold this treasure that God has given us in earthen vessels which is part and parcel of the cross of the priesthood. This is something that many lay people probably do not understand, but every priest does, experientially. And yet this really shouldn't surprise anybody, especially those of us who are ordained, since it parallels, to some extent, what Jesus Christ himself experienced as the great high priest, as the prototypical priest. Let me explain. 
In one of his many meditations on the passion and death of Jesus, Bishop Fulton Sheen made a very interesting observation. He rightly noted that before Jesus died, he went through two trials. One was a religious trial before the Jewish religious authorities. The other was a civil trial before Pilate and the Romans. In the religious trial, he was accused of blasphemy for claiming to be equal to God the Father, which of course he was and is and always will be in his divinity. In the civil trial, he was falsely accused of being a closet revolutionary and a direct threat to the Roman Emperor Caesar. As Bishop Sheen put it, to the Jews, Jesus was too divine for claiming equality with the Father, and he was too human for the Romans, who considered him a potential rival to Caesar. And because of that, he was condemned to die on a cross. Contradictory charges, and so it was fitting that he was executed on the sign of contradiction, the cross. Now, how does that compare to us as ministerial priests? Well, we ministerial priests who are blessed to share in the priesthood of Jesus Christ in a unique way, in a special way, you all share in it through baptism. But we share in it in a unique and special way. But we ministerial priests are definitely not divine like Jesus was. You didn't need me to tell you that, did you? But you know what, my brothers and sisters, sometimes people treat us like we are. They put us on a pedestal that, quite frankly, we don't belong on. And while it may thrill some priests to be treated in that way, believe me, for most of us, it's part of our daily cross. Because we know who we really are. And we know what we're really like. And we know that there is no way we can possibly live up to the unrealistic expectations that go along with being godlike. Here, by the way, I'm talking about good, faithful priests who are living good, decent lives. I'm not talking about the bad guys. And besides all that, when people think of you as almost divine, they don't pray for you. Because they think, mistakenly, that you don't need it. This only adds to your priestly cross because you re receive far fewer graces from God than you otherwise would receive if these men and women did intercede on your behalf. So for some, we're too divine. But for others who are at the exact opposite end of the spectrum, we're much too human in the worst possible sense of that term. We're looked at by them with distrust, with suspicion, and sometimes with downright hatred. Now, some of that is surely fallout from the scandals of 2002, but you know what? To a certain extent, 
It's always been true. After all, we priests are just a little bit different from everybody else, aren't we? We wear strange clothes. We live in mysterious houses. Yes, Father Ray, what is it like in that rectory of yours? A big house. What goes on in there? And of course, we don't get married. And we don't have natural families like quote-unquote normal men do. We're too divine in the minds of some, we're too human in the minds of others, and those contradictions lead us to our cross, as similar contradictions led Jesus Christ to his. And yet, my brothers and sisters, most priests, most priests, would not trade their cross for any other. Which might surprise some of you, but it is true. In fact, Father Stephen Rossetti surveyed 834 priests right after the scandals of 2002 when he thought morale in the priesthood would be at its lowest. You know what he found? He found that 92% of them either agreed or strongly agreed with the statement, overall, I am happy as a priest. The L.A. Times did a similar poll, this time of 1,854 priests, similar results. 91% say, said that they were satisfied with, quote, the way their life as a priest was going, and 90%, 9 out of 10, said that they would do it all over again. If they could turn back the hands of time, they would choose once more to respond to the grace of God by serving him in the priesthood. Why, you ask? Well, I'll offer you my personal opinion tonight. I think it's because the glory of the mission keeps us going. Even when opposition and trials and our own darn human weaknesses would otherwise cause us to give up. I remember like it was yesterday, Cardinal Umberto Medeiros of Boston coming to talk to the students and faculty of St. John's Seminary a few days after I arrived there in the fall of 1982. And I, again, I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember him saying, and here he was, an old man, very frail. He would be dead in a few short months. But I remember him saying how much he loved being a priest. And what a great honor and privilege it was for him to be able to speak about Jesus Christ everywhere he went, every single day, to large groups of people and to individuals. And what a great honor and privilege it was to be able to nourish people with the Holy Eucharist and the other sacraments. Here was a man who carried a very heavy cross as the Cardinal Archbishop of Boston telling us, young whippersnappers, we young seminarians, guys, it's all worth it. I never forgot his words. So the bottom line is, always pray for your priests. Pray that we will be joyful. Pray that we will be persevering in carrying our priestly cross especially when people think we are better than we are, or when people look at us with suspicion and distrust and maybe even some hatred. 
Pray that like Cardinal Medeiros, we will serve the people of God faithfully, like Jesus served his apostles in today's gospel, watch, washing their feet. And pray that like the good Cardinal, we will never, ever, ever lose sight of the glorious mission God has given us to bring him to people and to bring people to him.